to the Vast Institute, a taste of original thinking, where we explore new and refreshing ideas that benefit all of us. My name is Kimberly Whitson, and today we are here with Michelle Sherman, Vast founder and creative director, to discuss how to manage fear, uncertainty, and doubt through practical optimism in this unprecedented time of upheaval. Albert Einstein, one of our favorite thought leaders, said, we cannot solve problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. We agree with Albert. Today's world and our daily lives demand new and innovative solutions to age-old problems. And so we are happy you have joined us for a taste of original thinking. Have you ever been stuck while trying to solve what seems to be an impossible problem and experienced the same frustrating results repeatedly? Our Taste of Original Thinking series examines the best practices from three decades of creating phenomenal outcomes with our clients and communities, plus treasured guests, original thinkers, to share their wisdom and refreshing ideas. Now, Michelle, one of the things we wanted to discuss today is what you like to call fear, uncertainty, and doubt. As things happen that we have no control over, it would be interesting to talk about how we can manage that and keep those voices from invading our heads. It's really great to be here with you, Kim, and I thank you and welcome to the VAST podcast team. It's a joy to have you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited to be here. What I'd like to say is the reason we just decided to talk about fear, uncertainty, and doubt is because it's all about perspective. People are experiencing fear for good reasons, uh, Kim, these days. They are experiencing change and loss of things that were very comforting and stable. We understand that. So we would like very much to give our heartfelt feelings of care to those people. What we're going to focus on today is what you need to focus on for creating a better future because we all will need to figure out what's going on and where fear, uncertainty, and doubt keeps us from being optimistic. Optimism is a very positive and very useful skill set. It's great for the brain. It's great for the heart. It's great for just having fun in life. It's something that we can develop intentionally. That's why we call it practical optimism. And so fear, uncertainty, and doubt is kind of the other end of the spectrum, Kim. It's the keeping you off balance. Have you ever felt where you knew somebody or something was keeping you off balance? And the fear, uncertainty, and doubt is also something that we have to deal with on a regular basis. It's a way of having people think that they need to be different than who they are. We talk about authenticity and how to love ourselves and fear put you into survival mode, uh, uncertainty puts you into those survival modes. So what do you do when you're in that space and you want to emerge from it? Well, knowing that FUD is existing, is happening, is the first step. When you're off balance and what you need to do is understand how to gain that sense of groundedness in the face of chaos. And what those are the skills that we want to talk about, and uh, those are the things that the original thinking offers. Have you ever been in that situation, Kim, where you have had somebody or something that really kind of kept you off balance and it controlled you? And because it controlled you, you made decisions that might not have been those you would have made otherwise? Absolutely. And I think when you are in that situation, or when I've been in that situation, your your behavior actually starts to change and you become somewhat more erratic because you're just trying to manage the situation any way you can 
the people keep gaslighting you um, and telling you that no matter what you do, no matter how you try and change, it's never going to be good enough. We're seeing that on a national and global scale right now as well. Some people who want to tell us that what we see and experience with our own eyes is not what's reality. And it's a, it's a hard place to be. Right. It does create this uncertainty. And the thing is, what I want to acknowledge is that it's real because of the current situation, but there's a layer that we've been experiencing through negativity. And that in the Kindling the Flame book talks a lot about cognitive replenishment and how degrading it is to one's morale and sense of self-respect and authenticity when all you hear is how bad the world is. I don't know about the rest of you, but I have neighbors who are kind to me every day. People, of course, first responders and those who are supporting us through this change in our proximity uh, to other human beings <laughs> days. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just looking at how important it is to understand that what you pay attention to is what you are choosing to enliven and create in your life. And so focusing and being replenished and not being afraid, you can you can very much control people who are afraid and ashamed. And so when you replenish yourself and you take command of looking for the sunshine, looking for the beautiful day, looking for the things in life that are so important. If you are freezing and cold and unhappy then you would in the middle of the woods in the middle of the night and you're shaking then you most assuredly would be well served and very content to be by a warm fire have a bowl of porridge and get out of the rain and get a blanket Mm -hmm. that's that's different than everything else sometimes we are so conditioned kim that the fear uncertainty and doubt piece is because we don't think what we have is enough. We don't think who we are is enough. And that's fueled by this sense of looking at the bad news in the world or looking at how imperfect we are or fighting with each other, having outcomes that don't seem to be win-win outcomes. I would prefer that everybody, we figure out how to get a lot of people's needs met not just my needs, and so in trying to create those, you have to have a sense of optimism, or at least a basic sense of optimism, that the world is a good place, and that people are lovable, and that you're lovable enough to be happy, and that we can create something wonderful together. As we were preparing for this talk today, I ran across a quote from Winston Churchill, where he says, a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity, and an optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. The opposite of the fear, uncertainty, and doubt is optimism. And and we are seeing a lot of positivity and optimism in the world right now, where we're seeing Italians singing to each other uh, from their home, or the Turkish cops bringing meals to elderly at at home and the birds in Wuhan being heard and singing for the first time in decades. What are the tools that we can use to improve our optimism right now? And and how do we how do we move out of that place of fear, uncertainty and doubt into the optimism as we as we know that a lot of us are 
struggling and suffering deeply? That's a great question. And that's one that I've been asked a lot as executive coach and success coach. The first thing is do a checklist. Did you have a meal this morning? Did you have a place to sleep that was warm and safe? Do you have people that love you? And if you've got those three things, you're pretty darn good to start. Then you check to make sure that the people in your family, if you're the adult, are okay. You make sure your kids are okay. You, you start with yourself just to make sure you're, you've got what you need to be able to support other people. And, and in supporting other people, you are then lifted to a place of, of connection and the connection isn't physical right now. It's through empathy and through singing and through spiritual moments and through Zoom classes and through beautiful things, uh, walking your dog and waving at your neighbors from your front yard and having the kids, you know, throw a ball but not, <laughs> not letting them touch it. Uh, you know, the point is we're learning new ways and how important it is for us to look for where we can find the simple joy and the simple pleasures to give ourselves some sense of grounding. And then if you are blessed enough to be able to do that, know that we are, we've been through terrible things before. I have great optimism about what will happen on the other side of this situation because I think people are absolutely magnificent and when they see that there's something that needs to be done, their hearts are moved. And those of us who are in the position to do something about that, whether it's helping a friend or look for all of the good stuff around you, the people who are kind, it's everywhere. But we focus on what we don't have and we focus on what we're not sure of and Find the simple joys, and that would be a very positive place to start for everybody. And we all have them. We just have to allow ourselves to give ourselves that joy so that you can be better for the people around you. I know how guilty I feel when I realize what others are going through, and I don't want to be happy. And I'm afraid, Kim, of being optimistic, but the world needs us to be happy and optimistic so that we can come up with the best solutions to create our future together. So gratitude is a key component, I hear you saying, and looking for ways we can help each other. I know those have both been important pieces for me to help out friends who are scared to leave their houses right now. And I, I look at my the face of my dog every morning, and, and that definitely helps me stay positive because she's such a sweetheart. So, uh, yeah, thank you. Beautiful. And the thing is, Kim, I actually, and you know this because of your affiliation and your work with the FAST Institute, that we always are looking to connect with people who know that one way to solve a problem is to be able to uh, shift the level of thinking around it. And so if we start looking for the good and we start looking for the connection and we start looking for the sweetness, then we will start creating it and sharing it. This is a time when knowing what you believe in is important. And a lot of people are shaken right now. So know if you believe in goodness... That's all you need to believe in right now. 
it's okay that you don't know the rest of it or that perhaps your ideas about your work or your family or your community or your synagogue or your church or your or your uh, mosque or whatever you whatever you have in your life that brings you joy i know that those who believe in goodness will be able to replace those joys in innovative and beautiful ways i don't know what that looks like but the thing about the practical optimist kim is that there's a type of resilience and again this is this is listed beautifully and, and talked about in um dr sharney's work dr dennis sharney and and he did a study on post-traumatic stress from war veterans, people who've been in concentration camps. And what they discovered was the people who were able to come back after that experience, be released, come back, and then have happy, productive, meaningful lives after that terrible trauma were people who had a certain kind of optimism. And it created a resilience. And that optimism was very much applicable to this situation today. And that, you know, end on that note with with practical optimism, that if we believe that something good will come of this, but we might not know what it is or exactly how it's going to show up or exactly where it's going to come from, but we know that humankind and goodness prevails and that we are beloved to ourselves and to each other on some level we may not yet have discovered (laughs) it's a little poem beloved discovered then we will create something absolutely amazing that we cannot yet understand or imagine on in the future as a result of the lessons learned through fear uncertainty and doubt these days Thank you, Michelle. That was that's very helpful. Is there anything else you want to uh, talk about with optimism? There are there simple ways that we can change our thinking from that pessimism into that optimism, or out of the fear into optimism. That gratitude you talked about. Well, yeah, or... mm-hmm. there's a real okay. So the simplest way is if you could listen to music that makes you feel that kind of sweetness, that'll just shift your brain chemistry from that cortisol surge. Give yourself a few minutes, a couple minutes a day to just regain yourself, compose yourself, breathe, just kind of come back to being in your body, which is understandable. Everybody's stressed. But if you could just make that important to just breathe a few breaths standing and imagine everything, you know, your feet in in cool water, but all that energy coming back into your body because everybody, just a couple times a day, that's helpful. Another thing that's real helpful is you've got all these amazingly wonderful people around you. Nobody's perfect. Start appreciating and forgiving. I have done a lot of forgiveness work this last month because I was so angry and upset and this and that. And I just want to be my best for my myself, my friends, my family, my community. And the best thing I can do is realize none of us really know how to do this. We will figure it out. Love will prevail. Good things will prevail. People will do what they need to do for themselves, their children and their friends and family. And, and that we're worth having here. We're, we deserve to be on this planet. We deserve to be happy here. And we'll have to figure this out, and we will. Thank you very much. I know one of the things that works for me, too, is our affirmations is just 
having a few words or sentences that are that are positive that I can look at five times a day and remind myself that that there is good and that there is positivity. Yes, yeah, so that might be the all of those beautiful social media pictures of kittens and puppies. That's what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Giving yourself time to remember how sweet life is and that you're a beautiful being and that you you're figuring something out. There are people who want to help you just figure out who those people are. So that would be our healthy relationship uh, workbook. You know, like there are so many wonderful little things you can be doing to take care of yourself right now. And the Kindling the Flame, I just love that book because it has so much. uh, It takes you through the process of like going from how do you realize that maybe you do have fear, uncertainty and doubt and then move into a real sense of practical optimism where you're in, grounded in reality, you take care of yourself, and, you know, you're not a Pollyanna. So I'm excited about the potential we have, and I know there are so many wonderful people, whether they're the doctors working on cures and on the front lines, they're all of the researchers, everybody, they're really, those people are doing their very best, and they're bringing out their greatness, and I want to recognize that greatness is bravery and bravery takes guts and guts isn't about not being afraid it's about doing the right thing anyway thank you michelle and i think that will end our talk for today unless there are any final thoughts i just can't thank you enough because i i'm i rarely am able to articulate all of the benefits and so thank you so much for helping me understand and helping everyone out there understand that they don't have to stay in fear uncertainty and doubt <laughs> that that it's like it's not that complicated it just takes a willingness and a little practice thank you michelle and it's been a pleasure speaking with you today and learning more about practical optimism as well and i'd like to close by speaking a little bit about the Vast Institute and Michelle Sherman. And Michelle built the Vast Institute around a simple premise, what I do matters. This idea was created through original thinking and is not only our tagline, but reflects our commitment to personal responsibility as an empowering perspective. It guides us to take responsibility for the life we create and the impact we have on those around us. By acknowledging this, we can amplify our success and influence in the world. If you would like to become an original thinker, creating a quality of life beyond your imagination, please visit our website at www.vastinstitute.com, where you can review our courses, read our inspirational blogs, and listen to our podcast, A Taste of Original Thinking. And thank you for joining us today. 